hello there. Welcome to Let's Talk, your one-stop pod for all things pop culture. Um, bit of an impromptu one uh, for this episode. We're going to talk about the news from last night. We're recording this on Wednesday um, about the developments between Disney, Marvel and Sony concerning Spider-Man. Um, we've mentioned in the past that we wanted to try and do more sort of relevant news things and keep them a bit separate so we can talk a bit more. So... What better time to start that than now, eh? Um, I'm Stu, of course, as you recognise my dulcet tones, and Rory is sitting somewhere other side of Manchester. Are you all right, mate? I am. Yeah, I'm good. Um, so this came out, as you said, last night. It was a little bit a little bit of a shock, actually, because... Uh... The, the story was floating around from Deadline.com saying that this had happened, and a lot of people came back and said, this is a load of garbage. And then just as I was getting ready to go to bed, there was a, a journalist who, who tweet, put a couple of tweets out saying he's verified it with Sony and they confirmed that it was true. I think the major rumours, um, there were some rumours came out after Comic-Con or around Comic-Con because there was no Spider-Man penciled in. Um, and there was a lot of talk that, well, Sony are going to announce it, they're going to let Sony announce it because it's their thing. But I don't think if it was part of the MCU, they would have necessarily done that. Do you know what I mean? It, it felt like there was a distinct kind of reason why there was no Spider-Man 3 announced. Because you know what it's like every time with Sony, with Spider-Man, they tend to be saying, right, the next one's going to be in production then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've been quite vocal about stuff. So I kind of, there was a lot of rumblings going on at that point. Um, but obviously this has come to the fore and, and it's and it's quite a big deal, really, because it, it's it's someone, I, I don't think a lot of people are blaming Sony, but I don't think it's that straightforward. I think it's very much a complicated situation. Oh, well, I, I, I blame Sony because pfft, to Sony, but that might be a slight bit of bias on my point. But if, if I you think listen Disney, to what's Disney actually, are asking for a lot of money. That's if if you thing. go into the details about it, because there's, there's a bit of miscommunication about it that I've the the official word as far as i've seen is the last couple of uh, spider-man films marvel were involved with and they got they make their money basically off the merchandise and they get all of the money from that because it's a spider-man character and they got five percent of the overall box office so um i think Homecoming did about six, seven hundred million, something like that, and Far From Home has just sailed past a billion. So this time, when they've come back for the uh, to renegotiate the sharing deal, Marvel have come along and said, "Right, well, Kevin Feige is an executive producer on these films, and we want fifty percent of your profits." And Sony have understandably gone, "Well, hang on, you want to go from five to fifty? That's a bit of a jump." 50% of a billion means that we wouldn't have made anywhere near as much money off homecoming. And obviously they're thinking now, if we've gone from six, 700 to a billion, the next film maybe could be 1.1, 1.2 billion. Are we really going to give away half of our profit to the people yeah. who don't technically have any say in, in the film? Yeah. They, they own the overall rights to the character, but not in a film sense, and that's always been the problem, isn't it? It's all to do with the the image rights, the distribution, and all the rest of it. And basically, so Sony have gotten by the nuts. It. Yeah, it, it's like so all the stuff with Paramount and um, and the Hulk. Marvel completely owns the Hulk, yet they can't make a Hulk solo film. But he could appear in 
100 films over the next 100 years and that's completely fine but they can never do a hulk film without somebody else's say so and like and you say it, it's even so boils down to more complicated than that i mean i think people don't realize that when disney say bought lucas um and the rights to star wars they didn't just buy the rights to make future films they bought everything do you know what i mean so they bought the rights to um all the you know all the action figures all the merchandise all the they bought all the tv the shows didn't they like the clone wars and yeah all of all of that and then they also which is is, is much more complicated and expensive than people realize they bought the rights to make galaxy's edge and you know the um the stuff in in disneyland the the um falcon ride and the whatever rise of the resistance or whatever the other rides are they're making in these brand new disneyland um themed worlds and if you look at their rights to marvel you know universal in florida has got a hulk coaster it's got a spider-man coaster uh, or a spider-man ride as such and it's got doctor doom and it's got various other bits and pieces x-men um and disney would want that you know but they they can't get their hands on it because it's it's the deals are so complicated and they're so convoluted where i think disney have the rights to do a spider-man ride west of florida or east of florida you know so paris or la but they don't have the rights to do them in florida itself so it's it's very complicated how it all breaks down do you know what i mean in in, in there's so many things that go into these deals i mean you saw how long the fox deal took to to get to come to fruition what was it it was two years it was two years that we know of and you've got to think there will have been so much more behind the scenes stuff before even a sniff of it got out to the you know the websites and the papers because imagine how difficult it is to buy a film studio's huge block of ip fox are huge obviously in their overall thing i mean they there was an agreement in place for an avatar land, which exists, you know, in, in Disney and animal kingdom or whatever. Um, and you assume that's already, so that's been built two years now. So you assume there was already something in the works where Disney knew they were going to get Fox because they're trying to do this, you know, obviously they'll market it and they'll do this and the other when the avatar sequels come out. Um, and it's all part of the overall branding and the marketing and the making money. And like you said, merchandise is a big part of it. But Spider-Man is one of, if not the face of Marvel. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Well, we always say, family... don't we, when you think of the two, you think of Batman and Superman for DC and 99% of people would probably say Spider-Man above most other characters. I, I think as comic book characters go, I think Spider-Man along with Batman and Superman, but to a lesser extent, Superman. And I mean, this is some of the things you raised on Twitter is, is how quickly does it take for a character that is beloved and universally recognized and loved to fall out of pop culture favor. And it doesn't mean they're not still relevant in a lot of ways, but it means that people aren't clamoring for a Superman film. Do you know what I mean? Because I mean, Superman is the best example of that, you know, Superman really dropped off the radar very quickly and you've only got to look at the last time Sony had problems with with Spider-Man you know Spider-Man 1 brilliant Spider-Man 2 brilliant just an outstanding film Spider-Man 3 garbage and then because it was such a bad film the stock plummeted 
you know, they had to completely, they got rid you know, Sam Raimi left, they got rid of everything and they started from scratch with Amazing Spider-Man 1, which I really like. It was a good film, but it didn't do as well as it was supposed to. Amazing Spider-Man 2 didn't do as well as it was supposed to. Yeah. And, and they, they've already had now three different iterations of Spider-Man. There's only so many times, and this is the problem that DC Warner Brothers have had with Superman. They've reha- they've rehashed it so many times that sooner or later people go, you know what? I, I want to watch Wonder Woman. I want to watch Aquaman. I don't want to watch Ben Affleck's Batman. I don't want to watch Henry Cavill's Superman. I'm a little bit hungover of with them at the minute, and that's the risk for Sony. Yeah, because I think that the whole when Spider-Man was introduced so well into civil war for instance um we kind of thought okay this is a younger kind of fresher take and it's a different style um and i'm on board with that you know we we've said that and we if you go back and listen to our review we weren't we were positive about far from home you're a little bit more than me um it it was a and, good jumping off point wasn't it, it was but by, I, I did say they they are leaning into becoming the new Iron Man a little bit, you know, yeah. with the tech and the suit and the, you know what I mean? It was, it was very much that iteration where um, Tony Stark had replaced Uncle Ben in the kind of, you know, uh, father figure status. And I think that's the one aspect to, that I'm, I'm kind of okay with them moving away from because I think Peter Parker was never going to be that guy because that's not him, is it? Do you know what I mean? That's no. not where he naturally fits. Um, so I was good with that. It, it, that's the one thing that I think. You know they will move away from, and I think there would be plans to. But with with the MCU, they're obviously going to have one him at the fore of, of the Avengers in whichever iteration they 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 move down. But what Marvel have always been really clever to do in the MCU is is refresh things when they need to. I mean they've obviously had these characters for a long time, but introducing them magical and mystical stuff in Doctor Strange and, and maybe Wonder a little bit. Um, and just introducing, you know, obviously what we've got to come next in terms of more cosmic universe and Shang-Chi, who's a lesser known, you know, um, and Black Panther was certainly not one of the more prominent, you know, obviously the comics been going since the 60s, I think, but it's um, it's not one of the more dominant comics. And obviously they, they launched that to a whole other spectrum. Captain Marvel, obviously extremely well-known comics, but Again, introducing a, a female character, the MCU's not done that before in the same way, and it's 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 trying to refresh things and change things. But I think Spider Man would always be a big part of that. Without Iron Man, without Captain America. Well, we've said just in general, haven't we, that the the, the Avengers, the, this lineup of the Avengers, is centered around the the original three of Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor, and now two of the three are gone Thor it looks like is is going off world and we'll be doing more yeah spacey and I think things. that makes more sense and, yeah, and we because... always said that it was more than likely going to be Spider-Man was going to not necessarily lead the Avengers but he was going to become one of the the more prominent characters I actually was I, I put out like a list before of, of people who I thought would become basically the new Avengers um, and I said Spider-Man technically becomes the new Iron Man. Falcon Cap becomes the new Captain America. Captain Marvel is the new Thor. Then Doctor Strange, Ant-Man the Wasp, Black Panther, and maybe Hulk, because we don't really know what's happening with Hulk. 
But then somebody yeah. replied to me and said, you've also got Scarlet Witch, the Jane Foster version of Thor, which I'm not sure about. I mean, Scarlet Witch definitely will. And Shang-Chi, which is a really interesting shout. Yeah, Shang-Chi would make sense. So they, yeah, they, because... they've got the characters and the majority of them now are established enough that you can throw well, them into got, an Avengers also, film. I mean, that's Avengers obviously talking about, but they've also got X-Men and Fantastic Four to kind of put into well, the that's the, the other mix. thing. And Kevin Feige, he, he said, didn't he, um, at, at Comic-Con, and they're going to do more at D23. You know, he, he's been really talking about Marvel's first family, about the Fantastic Four, and their way so, so early on in the development for those things. But, you know, come phase five, they will probably be leaning very heavily on Fantastic Four and X-Men. I think what, so, what Marvel will always need to do in terms of banking certain amount of money and i mean obviously they're, they're riding the crest of the wave at the minute but you can't sit like that forever no but you know the without... thing they've done well between over the last 22 movies you mentioned the word before they've refreshed well they've kept everything going the original avengers grew didn't it they brought in roadie and then they started bringing in spider-man was a little bit more and then ant-man was brought in and now you can sort of say well we've seen ant-man three times have we yeah. said, uh, four times actually or five civil war as well yeah, yeah yeah so you've seen four or five times same with spider-man you can realistically now say well i know that character enough to say well they can be a cornerstone of an avengers film as well as spider-man three four five ant-man and the wasp two three four whatever and and go forward but it's very very it's not like the loss of, of Spider-Man is going to completely derail the MCU, but you you think no. it's gonna it's gonna make them have to do a bit of a pivot on what they had planned because we all know we 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 praise Kevin Feige I, for I his forethought and he must think... have in the back of his mind what if because at the end of the day they've never they do not own Spider-Man and I don't think he would be stupid enough to say right. 10 years from now, we're going to be doing Spider-Man 7 and this, that, and the other. I think they will have always had a contingency plan just in case something went wrong. Same as they, would have, they wouldn't have gone right well. The, the 30th film's going to be an X-Men film because they couldn't guarantee that they were going to get the deal over the line. Yeah, th- there, is, there is that to be said. I think the one thing for me is that they have been throwing a lot uh, another studio's film so they they gave them iron man um obviously john favreau's happy hogan is is a is a lend kind of thing and then samuel l jackson quite prominently so they, they've been doing a lot of like here's our characters we'll scratch your back you scratch ours kind of gig you know and that that works um but they've been building spider-man up like you said so i don't know if this is Disney throwing their weight around, which is obviously considerable. I don't know if this Sony throwing their weight back because Sony aren't a small, you know, company by any means. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, the their their biggest thing is probably the PlayStation. They probably make more money out of that. I think they they would have been pleasantly surprised with how well Venom did, considering it got absolutely panned critically. And oh, I know yeah, it made eight hundred million dollars at mainly thanks to the Asian market, as we know, because its yeah, numbers but... in, in Europe and the US were not nah, great, not, not terrible. Not, they were just yeah, middle of the Considering road. you look at Dark Phoenix, which absolutely tanked everywhere. <sighs> I still haven't pulled, seen it yet. Pulled I'm, after I'm three no, weeks. 
I'm in no great Mate, to watch I, I it. don't think I've even seen the one before uh, Apocalypse. I don't think I can. Oh, I don't remember it to the point that I, you know, I, I've seen. I can remember the sequence. Um, who's the guy that's fast? <laughs> Quicksilver. Yeah, so they've got their Quicksilver and, and he's in the mansion re- rescuing everyone. Do you know? I can remember that sequence, but <sighs> that's about all because there's a dog in it as well. <laughs> yeah, that's the great sequence, but that's all I can really remember, except the horrific thing they did with Oscar Isaac's face. Yeah. Um, but to me, those kind of films uh, have, have kind of slowly kind of petered out, and and Aquaman and and you know uh, Venom did surprisingly well for kind of mixed reception films. Do you know what I mean? They were just well marketed and they did well in the Asian market. Um, and I think the big one and the big changing point for me is probably Spider-Verse because mm. that's as creative a film as any studio's made in recent years. Do you know what I mean? Because it is, honestly, I mean, it's it's obviously getting the right people involved, giving them the right license. Um and then that's working. Obviously, Spider-Man is, is heavily in that film, but that film obviously focused on Miles uh, Morales, and that's an interesting way to go because they've kind of proven in a film that you can back another character and it's not Spider-Man and the, the mask isn't the same colour and no one really cares. Do you know what I mean? If the story's good mm. and the and the pull is there, then people will watch it. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not universally, it didn't break probably even 300 million or something and and that's not necessarily the thing but the hype around that film and the buzz that that's created is quite a big thing for the studio to green light a lot of other projects and go actually we've got something here do you know what i mean and and so maybe they've just got more confident with their ability to make the right films maybe they've got the right people in place and not kevin feige but others to say actually no we've got a plan do you know we've got sequels to spider-verse we can focus on these different characters the kind of endless universe because they've got all the ip um and then they can focus on the sony animations which are actually really solid animation studio they can they can work on things that side and then you know venom did really well they're going to boot a sequel for that they've obviously got something in this morbius living vampire bullshit but they obviously think they've got something that can sell so I think they're probably just confident in, in what they've got and, and think they can go in the right direction without the help of Kevin Feige. Now, yes, that might mean at the box office they don't do 100 million, but they probably do 700. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, they won't do a billion, but they might do 700 million, 750, mm. 800. And if they're getting the full amount of that rather than 40%, well, rather than 60%, 70%, whatever the agreement would be, I think they're happy with that. Do you know what I mean? It, it's and obviously now they've got the rights to make a sequel to the Spider-Man PS4 game because they bought Insomniac Games. Well, I mean that that's a in. huge, a huge buyout for them. I, yeah. I was really pleased to see that. But do you do you think this is the end of the road? As in, do you, do you no, because no. these things come out very quickly, and and you know probably ahead of you know things get leaked and and you know i think like i said there's been rumors and rumblings and i'm not heavily involved in any of this i just i'm on the internet and and read here here and watch stuff about comic con and and so that the fallout from that was you know why is there no spider-man 3 announced and obviously the last film left on 
such a cliffhanger that you know there's going to be a, a third film of course there is um all that kind of stuff so there was a lot of talk around it and no announcement and that led to a bit of stuff hollywood reporters notorious for digging around getting a story getting a source it's very similar to football in that thing you can just get a player's friend or the source of the player or the agent's leaked a story so you know i i think this is naturally going to come out if there was a, a bit of a sticking point but whether this is this is nowhere near the end of the road because both parties at least want an agreement for a certain longer period of time i would imagine at least a third film um and obviously maybe another major appearance from spider-man in in a and then pure Marvel kind of capacity. But I don't think it's going to be, I didn't ever think it would be long, long term because unless they bought the rights, but I think Sony think they've got too good a thing to pass up because all the major studios want something, you know, they know that, you know, Warner Brothers obviously got DC um Disney focusing heavily on obviously Marvel and on kind of Star Wars as their, other than their own studio stuff, the live action. Isn't it weird that, that you, you're talking about Star Wars and it's their secondary thing that they're focusing on? Uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised in a lot of ways that it's their secondary, but it... But if you said that to someone, say, I know, I 15, know. 20 years ago, that a, a, a company it's, is going to buy out Star Wars and they'll only be releasing one film a year. people really don't give a shit about the merchandise. And, and the scary thing about their big studios, obviously these big, two new parks at California in Florida. Obviously, the, I think the Florida one is open or give or take now. Um, is No one's really gone to the one in California because I think they were either worried it was going to be just rammed and, you know, difficult to get in and all this kind of stuff or just no one's really that bothered. I think Star Wars 9 needs a, a big release. I know it's going to do well like The Force Awakens did, and but I think... After the Last Jedi, and and we keep saying this on this podcast, but we really like Solo, both of us. But it didn't really need to be made. Do you know what I mean? I think if it was straight to Disney Plus, they probably would have been fine. Do you know what I mean? But the fact that it was a big studio flop for them, um, Star Wars isn't really in vogue at the minute. Do you know what I mean? It is very much a case that Marvel has taken the forefront of of all this kind of stuff, and it's taken the forefront of Disney's you know disney's focus in a lot of ways because they 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 focus on what makes them money <laughs> do you know what i mean and, and at the minute you can't get bigger than than endgame which is broken the whole time how much did it do two two points i think it that. might have just stopped under 2.8 let me just have a quick i, I can't even fathom that 2.796 2. billion so i mean you're I talking 2.8 billion I cannot. I, I you don't stop to think about that number. And that that was released four months ago. Two point eight billion dollars in four months. Which, given the exchange rate, is pretty much two point six million pounds these so days. Seven hundred million dollars a month. Some mo- I mean, most studios is, would be happy with the, a film that makes seven hundred million dollars in its release. Oh, mate, mate, studios would be over the moon for that. And I, I think it made a billion, didn't it, in a weekend? It's amazing what, what you know, it's it's amazing what you'd think studios would be happy with and what they wouldn't. I know these major studios now, like we, we talked about Justice League, absolutely tanking because it made, I think it made less than it made to create and with the marketing budget, which was through the roof. Um, 
it made some like 400 million or something worldwide or something, which is just for them. 650. Oh, did it? Mm. But even still, but the budget was, so... was 300. And then the marketing budget was 150 million. So it's probably only crazy. made about 100, 150 million profit, which for a, yeah, a, which, a studio which the size honestly, of Honestly, for them, they don't even want to have to get out of bed to make that kind of money. Do you know, not for a major, not for their. Avengers, do you know what I mean? That was their big ticket item, isn't it? You know, and, and it's uh, and it's not an inflated market, but do you know what I mean? They they want to have done a billion minimum it, when every Disney Marvel film is doing a billion now. I mean, that's their big hitter. They probably wanted to do one point two, one point three billion, and they did half that. So, you know, every big studio now wants this franchise. I mean, is it Paramount that have got Fast and Furious? And I know you hate those Um, put it this way that would that would be my code word you know if i was ever kidnapped and i was able to send a tweet and i had to alert people, i love it would be, fast and the furious I, I can't wait for this new fast and the furious film if you ever see me tweet anything like I that will, please call i will Interpol. bear that in mind i will bear that in mind um i would but know I, that or, you, if, I, or if you said i love natalie portman i would know instantly yeah like natalie portman uh, oh my god there's a new film with natalie portman and Kristen dunst can't wait to see that something's happened i've been kidnapped i've been yeah i'm in a cave like tony stark but with significantly less money handsomeness resources resources and, and brain power brain but power, other yes. than that completely the same but yeah, I, i'm um, the same as you in terms of the spider-man thing i somebody has allowed this to leak to yeah. put pressure on the other side. Logic says it's probably Sony because Sony are getting the slightly better I, PR. But at the end of the day, I, I, don't I, think I, do Sony, believe... I don't think either studio really want this to come out. No, they probably I, don't because no, nobody benefits from having your, your dirty laundry aired in public. But I, no, I've said to a few this, people today. Not on this market, the way the internet is nowadays. It's I, I don't think that, I don't think Sony can make as good a Spider-Man film without Marvel's input because otherwise they would have done it and they wouldn't have needed the sharing arrangement. Uh, but I, similarly, I, I don't think the MCU will be as great if they have to take out Spider-Man, not specifically because it's not just Spider-Man the character, but it's this version of Spider-Man played by Tom Holland who is so good and he's got such good chemistry. And you can see the way they've lined them up. And also, and I'd be fair to him, I don't think he's nearly peaked either. Nowhere near. And he he said so many times, this is a role that he's dreamed of since he was a kid. And he has said, I want to play Spider-Man until my body will not allow me. And he he could play Spider-Man for 20 years. Well, he he could, but I I don't know if Spider-Man's got that much traction if he's not used intelligently. And and I think by Marvel having the access to him, they would use him well because they they wouldn't use him. They'd use him sparingly somewhat. I think if Sony just go full full flog a dead horse, they might just release five Spider-Man films, get him in in with Venom, which is not going to work. In the tone that we've got between the two characters, you cannot see Tom Hardy's Venom and Tom Holland's Spider-Man working. It would be like a a fan-made film where somebody has has cut up two things. Again, I've been ranting about this on and off all day. The only way that, if nothing else happens, if this is done and dusted, Sony have got to do one of two things. They've either got to double down on the PG-13 Venom, which is lame, or they've got to R-rate Tom Holland and Venom. That 
Could that, you ever that, imagine Tom Holland? I can't imagine Tom film? Holland saying the word bum, let alone I, swearing. I can't or, imagine or being Tom in... Holland's ever watched an R-rated film, let alone imagine starring in one. He, he just has no... I mean, for all so we know, he does heroin, but, you know, he just seems like the nicest, most down-to-earth kid. He's, and he he's is a not young a kid guy. from Euphoria. He's just not there. No. I just don't see it. He, Even his co-star those... Zendaya pulls off the hero- ex-heroin addict in, in Euphoria incredibly. Yeah. Tom Holland could not do that. No. Do you know, it, it's just not his wheelhouse. And, he's and that's not... the thing. I, I, another thing I thought about was I would be happy if they said, right, okay, we're going to let you have tom holland as 15 16 17 year old spider-man but we're then going to take an actor who's in his late 20s maybe early 30s and we're going to do a dark grizzled version of spider-man to go with venom i would love them to do that because i want to see spider-man and venom you cannot have venom without spider-man at some point but yeah, tom holland isn't going to be ready tom for holland that. And, and that version i think it works really well with mysterio like we talked about but that mainly worked because jake gyllenhaal could do the I'm your friend kind of role along with being a villain. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It was he, like your charisma. friend, but he's also got bodies under the patio. But I just don't think you could do Sinister Six so so well without having a bit of an edge to it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, Spider-Man 2 for all the talk, I don't know, it wouldn't have been a 15. It probably still been a 12 or a PG or whatever it was. But, you know, Doc Ock was quite an, quite an infamous villain. Do you know what I mean? Quite, and it had a bit of a scary edge to it. Like the way the yeah. the way the tentacles were quite sharp and they snapped as if they were a bit like animalistic. Yeah, I, and I do think films have got better. You know, Spider Verse is quote unquote a kids' film, yet the villain who's his uncle who dies. Um, and you know, you see Spider Man get there. battered by the kingpin. Is it who's the villain in it? I can't remember his name. Prowler. Oh, Prowler. Yeah, I remember it began with a P. He's bloody scary. Like you know. Oh, the voice I, and the way he first, moves. He's like a well, shadow. it's the way he moves, but also in that underground sequence when Mars is running away from him, and the sound. It's more the sound in that that kicks up. It's got this really menacing kind of deep synth, and it really works. And that's that's edgy, you know. But I think that's the way films are going, even younger younger films have got a bit more of an edge to them but you know this spider-man film was quite pg-13 you know and i know it's supposed to be but it it you know even the first spider-man had that that double turn from um the vulture you know and that without being ultra menacing had that real kind of sinister edge to it obviously Mm. keaton being incredible as he is you know, could, he wouldn't have to say a word, or I almost didn't, and it's just the look he gives. But yeah, you need it's just, an it's still it's that scene when he opens the door. Oh, it's just brilliant. It's that's the best scene without I, without saying a word. Spider-Man it's just like 2. oh yeah, that's shit. the best Spider-Man scene for me since Spider-Man Two in any capacity. It's just amazing. Um, but you need an edge to that, but I just don't think it's going to work. You know, that wasn't Tom Holland with an edge. That was. A villain with an edge, do you know what I mean? And I just don't think the Venom Spider-Man thing would work. So it's where Sony go with it that's the key question in all of this. Um, and it's what Spider-Man we we get, do you know what I mean? Because Tom Holland is shaping this vision of what Spider-Man he's going to become or has become. And are they going to just try and change the direction? Do you know what I mean? That that's going to be uncomfortable if they don't get it right. And like your major issue is not trusting them to get it right. It's not necessarily whether he sticks around the MCU, although you'd like it. It's more the trust in Sony, which I basically, think is all yeah, I I don't yeah. trust 
Sony to do. I, I think they could do a, a, a good Spider-Man film, but I don't think it would be as good. And somewhere along the way, you would go, it probably would have been better with Marvel. You know, it might be like a six or a seven out of ten. But like, I loved yeah. and that's Far starting to home. happen with X Men, hasn't it? Where everyone's going, yeah. Could they not just have gone to Marvel? That's sooner? exactly. You know what I mean? People have been saying this for like fifteen years with the X Men films. It was good. Like, oh, dot dot great, dot. Another shit Fantastic but, Four film. Can but we what if Marvel had got their move? hands on it? And and again, yeah. that Fantastic Four reboot was shocking. And all the reviews were saying, "What if Marvel had done this?" It, and especially now, twenty-two films into the MCU, you know these films have made nearly. 20 billion dollars or something like that they clearly know how to take these characters they make we always say they made 700 million off ant-man they clearly could take the x-men and the fantastic four and make a phenomenal film out of it but that's a whole different issue we just wanted to talk more about the the instant reaction to the spider-man stuff so we did and we feel like we've covered it as best we can obviously there's been quite a lot of reactions i've not been that vocal about it but if you want to share your piece with us your your thoughts your reactions that kind of thing just yeah and hit us up on on twitter please do please tell us what you think about it but bottom line we do not think that this is the end of the road for this story and and it might not be this year it might be next year that, that something happens, yeah, but look at look, the James Gunn just, thing. Just James Gunn was Spider-Man. sacked, and he yeah. was never coming back. And then a few months later, he's brought back in. So and and Tom Holland isn't in the works to do a lot of other things. I mean, I, th- I think he's probably done his part along with Chris Pratt for a new. There's a Pixar film coming next year, which looks really good. Yeah. Um, All we which, know is he he and the in. director are attached to do a. Spider-Man three. That's all we know. Yeah, is definitely happening. But that's all we know. God, the kid was born in 1996. He's got all the time in the world to do whatever the hell he wants. He was um, born and I was in year nine. He's, he's got a lot. Terrifying. And also, he will be shooting Uncharted, which I forgot we haven't yes. discussed. Yeah. So Nathan he's playing Drake. Nathan Drake. Um, we do wonder whether there'll be an older version as well, which would be quite cool. There's got to um, be. You can't be passing I, him off as this grizzled, bloody explorer that's been no, all around the world. No, but that will be, that's in production for release next year. Him and Brian Cranston are in it at the minute, um, which is going to be quite an interesting project. But that is going to take a lot of his time because it obviously involves a lot of stunt work um, and it's going to be on location, obviously, in jungleous areas around the world. So he's not going to be... Jungleous? No, it's not. I just made it <laughs> um, he's not going to be able to shoot a Spider-Man film anytime soon. They won't even have a script in the works. Or, oh, God, or no, completed. script won't be for at least another 12 months minimum. So, so, you know, whatever happens, like you said, it's not going to be an instant reaction to this. No. I think a lot of the fallout is to do with Insomniac Games and what's gone from there and just a leaked story. Do you know what I mean? So we, we will see what happens. But it's, it's an interesting development. And if it is what it is and, and what happens, then in some ways I'm kind of pleased because i like other studios you know trying to do their own thing and not just bow to disney but at the end of the day spider-man is a marvel comics icon and it doesn't quite fit if he's not in marvel studios that's the key in all of this do you know what i mean so that's where he belongs so i don't mind other studios gonna fight up against the disney and and whatever and do other projects that's great but 
Spider-Man is an MCU character. Do you know what I mean? It's a, a Marvel character. You can't get away from that. So it's that's ultimately where I'd feel comfortable is if they find an agreement and make at least the third film together and then him appear in whichever kind of new Avengers or Secret Wars or whatever the hell they're going to do next as the major film. Oh, and then Wars. if they want to go on, we'll see. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're, you know, But I think that's what we need. I don't think Spider-Man's had his finest hour in the mcu and i think we want that before he disappears yeah and we'll leave we'll uh, leave it at that one then um as usual if you want to subscribe rate and review us on itunes the links all over the the twitter account five stars obviously don't do anything less than that because it makes me cry um we're all over spotify and a bunch of other places there's a, a pin tweet at the top of the twitter account um and we'll be back with you probably next week we're going to do a a quick review of season three of glow on netflix so we'll catch you next time